We bless your name for a day like this. We thank you for how you have gathered your children from far and near and you have brought them further at your feet to listen to your word. Lord, we say that may your name alone be glorified in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that everything you have prepared for us today, Father, never is not permitted to take away any from us in the name of Jesus. Father, everything that we are going to learn, Father, you just not make us hear, but also do us in the name of Jesus. That when we step out there, every battle, every challenge, every opposition we are going to meet, that is going to test that which you have given us, Father, you help us to conquer and overcome in the mighty name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for answers to prayers. As we're about to start, start with us. For in Jesus' name, our prayers are answered. So, once again, good morning, everyone. How has your week been? Has it been a, a, an interesting week? No one is answering me. How has your week been? Have you enjoyed yourself this week? Are you grateful to God for what you experienced all through the week? Huh? So, no one has any answer for me. I have to say, because how was your week? It's financial. I really don't have time for to ask us to explain how and how and how and how your week went, what and what happened. But since you said your week is fine, I want to trust God with you that yes, it was really fine. Mine too was fine. I had some series of new experiences. I met some new people. And, um, you know, there were also some things that were also bad that happened to me this week. Everything that happened to me was not sweet. There were some very horrible things. Friday night, hey, it was horrible for me. Um, yesterday too, there were some things that you know. But Bible says in everything we should what give God, give to God. So I thank God for that. Last week we continued our teachings. I'm going to that's something else. You know, we have been doing on a particular series on and ask on um different fruits of the flesh. We have been taking them one by one. But before I go into that, I want to continue from where I stopped in our teaching in our Sunday school class. We are talking about new birth. Is it not true? And last week we looked at the importance, the importance from looking at the unscriptural definition of new birth, we took it further to the importance of new birth. Why should you be a body king? Who can give me one reason, just one? So we can, I'm sure that you, are, you remember just one reason, one important reason why you should be a born again. Just one. God bless you. See, clap for her. So we said that, that what new virgins are our focus. Who can remember another one? Clap for her. We said that new birth keeps us free from all calamities of the world. I really explained that. If you really want to list, if you are not in the class, you want to listen to the message, you can always meet me. I usually have recording on most of the Sunday school, so just tell me the date and I will look for it and I will send it to you via maybe a WhatsApp link or anyhow. Okay, so today um, I will be continuing that series. I told us last week, we concluded that teaching on baptism. We, we stopped when we got to baptism. I said that this week will continue. So today, our topic for today, therefore, is baptism. Everybody say baptism. Baptism. Uh, they're not speaking out. Baptism. Hey, it's not baptism. Please speak. Speak with the right diction. 
express yourself properly. Yeah, you are, we are all, you are all of um, school. We are all in, within the school age. You are all in school, secondary schools and the like. So you should be able to express yourself. What do you mean, Baptist? That is how Mama care people pronounce it, please. Baptism, say it. Baptism. Baptism. Who can spell baptism for me? Ha. Huh. Baptism. Because I'm sure you are copying. Some of you, if I should check your notes now, some of you don't write well. You don't spell words correctly. So, baptism. Who can spell it for me? You are the back. Spell. Eh? Ah. Eh, B, what? Eh, eh. Okay, baptism. B, B, A, B, A, P. That's how to spell. B, A, P, T, I, S, M. B, A, P, T, I, S, M. Baptism. So, we will be looking at both the meaning and significance of baptism. Yes, baptism is one in a word that we are very familiar. We have been hearing it. So, we will be looking at a lot. It's a long series that we look at everything about baptism. So, you will understand when you hear baptism, you want to explain or talk about it. You will speak with what with understanding. Now, baptism is a symbol. We are looking at the word, the meaning and significance. That's what today's class is all about. The meaning and significance of what baptism. Baptism is a symbol of Christ's burial and resurrection. It's a symbol. Where's your own notes? Okay, she's using a sis coffee. It's a symbol of what? Christ's burial and resurrection. When they say something is a symbol, do you understand? Symbol means a kind of um, a, a sign. Is not true? A sign, something that signals the presence of something, something that makes you remember. It helps bring or keeps your memory in an event in time past. Where is Sunday? All right. Did she? Did he come with you people? So, that is what symbol is all about. So when we say that baptism is a symbol of Christ's death and resurrection. What are we saying? We are saying that it is a sign. It is something that shows that we are what? Identifying with Christ's burial and resurrection. Remember that if Christ has not died, there will be no basis for our what? Faith. There will be no basis for our what? Faith. So, how in does this happen? How does this baptism show or symbolizes the burial and resurrection of Christ. Now, you know, in baptism, there are many types of baptism, but today our focus will be on the water baptism. Do you understand? Baptism by, you know, water baptism. We have baptism by uh, water, baptism of um, the Holy Ghost, baptism by fire. There are many kinds and different variations of baptism, about seven types of baptism, which we will look at as time progresses. But today our focus will probably be on the baptism you know, through water, water baptism, which was very, very popular with who? John the Baptist. John the Baptist was, he was very, he was sorry, known in the Bible to be um, a minister of baptism by water. Now, when we are baptizing people in water, you know, there are usually three forms. We have by immersion, where people are, someone is immersed, you are dipped into a moving water, you understand? And in some doctrines, they do by Aspassion. Aspassion. Aspassion is that by what? Sprinkling. Sprinkling. You take water, they sprinkle 
you know, holy water. If you go to Catholic and maybe Anglican, they sprinkle this on your head, your forehead. That is what they call it by what? As passion, yes. Then we have by affusion. Affusion means they carry whatever a bucket of water, they pour it on you. As an honor. But our concentration, because that is what is in the Bible, is by what? Immersion. Immersion, that is what um, we practice, that is what we believe in, and that is what the scripture makes provision for. Whereby you take someone, you dip that person inside the moving water. Not the stagnant water, not the water in your, in your basin, you not even swimming pools don't move in water because sometimes they make it they make uh, use swimming pool because of maybe you're in a place where you cannot see have access to rivers and all but ideally it should be a moving water so when you enter into this water doing baptism you are the with christ's death on the cross his burial in the tomb and his resurrection from death it is a move from death to life so Baptism is a move from death to life. What kind of death are we talking about here? Please, who can, who can tell me? When we say baptism is a move from death to life, what kind of death? You no, know, we, we are done types of death. You remember? How many types of death did I say we have? Three. Mention them. Uh-huh. And then? Eternal death. So which of the deaths is, are we talking about when we are moving from, when we are talking about baptism, which of the deaths are we moving away from? Spiritual death. Very good. So, we say that we are identifying with what Christ buried. When they dip inside that water, symbolizes the barrier. And then when they raise you up, that is what resurrection. You have now risen. So you have been separated from what? From death. That is separation from God. And now reconciled with God. Let's to understand this, let's just open our Bible to the book of Colossians. Colossians. Everyone open your Bible. Colossians chapter 2. We read verse 12 to 14. <coughs> 12 to 14. The book of Colossians. Okay. With him in baptism. Mm-hmm. We are in also ye are risen with him through the face of the operation. Wait, of wait. Don't you know where Colossians is? Colossians is the New Testament. The New Testament, after what? Are you sure? After Philippians. Open. It's an assignment because I'm going to be having games. I'll give you sword drill. I'll tell you come outside and I'll call a Bible. Open your Bible to the book of John chapter 1 verse 1 and you don't know where they are. Just be like, it's your, your, your opponent to open it sharp, sharp and read. And you, you, the person will have score. You will be having 0, 0, 0, 0, 0. So, but can be familiar. These are things that make a church, you know, interesting. You need to know where your verses are. As they come up, they open it sharp, sharp. Stand up and read. And that person, sometimes they will call, in the big church, they will call a scripture. Three people will stand up at the same time to read it because they all know where the book, books are. But look at the youth church. Only one person is constantly reading the Bible for us every time. Every time. Some have not. You are still looking for Colossians. Five minutes have passed. Colossians. They are still looking. Some are saying, This one, she, this, she don't even know where it is. Have you opened it? Where again? You are using your phone to search. Old Testament. It's not funny. So if we are there, let's all open and read together. So one, two, ready, go. 
Oh yeah now. Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, 13, and 14. Buried with him in baptism. Mm-hmm. Wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God. Mm-hmm. Who has raised him from the dead. Mm-hmm. And ye will be dead in your sins. Mm-hmm. Only one voice. Only one voice. I said everyone should read. Everyone should be reading. I must hear your voice. Ah, uh, your other voice is ring out. Only one voice. Let's start afresh, please. Number one. Let's go. One, two, ready, go. Hey, buried with him in baptism. Wearing also faith of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead. Uh-huh. And you be led in your sins, uh-huh. and the circumcision of your flesh, uh-huh. and if we came together with him, uh-huh. I'll be forgiven you all your trespasses. Uh-huh. Blotting out, out the unrighteousness of that was against us. We shall come to us and took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross. So you can see there. Do you understand? He said, "Buried with him in so in that, that practice, that ceremony where they dip inside that water, it symbolizes that what you too, you identify with that barrier of Jesus Christ. And then you are reason, is it not true? Is the minister that dipped you in that we also do not dip you inside the water and then you come up by yourself. They will dip you in, they will bring you out. So died, buried. You don't bury yourself, is it not true? You are buried. So have you seen the that and buried himself? No. When it's buried, are people that were buried. So you are buried. That was so mean. By that immersion, you are buried. It's not like you enter. It's not, it's like go into a river and dip yourself. It's not baptism. It's more ministered by some. You are buried and you are also raised. Do you understand? So that barrier, you are you are identifying with Christ. What Christ is. And then you see that there. He was. He did, that scripture made us understand the significance of that. You know, event. He said in verse 13 that, and you being dead in your sin and the uncircumcision of your flesh, had been quickened together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses. So, Christ has forgiven your sins. He has brought away your, your iniquity. He's not remembering it anymore. Bloody are the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to, where? to the cross. So, the death of Jesus Christ on the cross signified that what? All our iniquity, all our shame, all our shortcoming was made with it. So it has been what forgiven. So that um, ceremony is straight that we identify with that particular um, sacrifice that Jesus Christ was made for us. So do you understand? So when they say the first significance of baptism, you explain that baptism is a symbol of Christ's burial and resurrection. How? Our entrance into the water to be baptized identifies us with Christ's death on the cross, his burial in the tomb. You understand? And our coming out of the water identifies us with his resurrection from the dead. Baptism can thus be said to be a move from spiritual death to life. Number two, the second significance of baptism it is a symbol of your new life as a Christian. Is a symbol of your new life as a Christian. We are not saying that baptism is your new life as a Christian, no. No. Symbol is a sign. Is a what? Is a sign. If the if if um if if the, the, the sky is cloudy, it shows that rain is about to come. Is a sign. But does it mean that rain is falling? Does it not mean so? You can actually see a sign. Sign is um sign is just indicating that. 
there could be a presence of something, but it's not that thing. Do you understand? Like they'll tell you that end time, that when it's time, when end time, the time towards it end time, there are many signs. Do you understand? That you'll be seeing many things, rumors of war, war, people will turn against you. You see that is fine, but does not mean that the end time has come. Do you understand? When you are about to write the examination, what will be the sign you'll be seeing? The vision. If you're working in school, something kind of will teach you run up and down. Teacher will come, see you that don't come to classes at all, that you don't even know. Exam, because the exam is coming, and they know that they will appraise them, you begin to see them. They become serious. Those that come to school begin to come. The same thing with students. We see those that you have not been seen in school, maybe it's in university. Those that don't come to campus, they don't show up in classes, they hear examination on the way. Ah, you will know. You will know that, that if they tell you that in this class there are 50, you understand? That means that they are supposed to be 200 because there are how many good students, people that someone will be doing assignment for them. You understand? They only that they are where they are, they are hustling, making their money. They just say they say do assignment, they just pay some better do it for them. When it's time for examination, they can they can pass. So there are many things you begin to see now as a sign. When we went to that anniversary, before the anniversary, there were so many signs we are seeing that even if you're a newcomer in this church, you will know that ah, something is about to happen. Is it not true? The same things are lies. If you want to, if if some if you want to see a young lady that want to get married, you will see signs. You will see a young man that want to get married, you see signs. Someone got a good job, and and you, you, the first thing you will see, many things you begin to see, you know, many things that happen in life where people will see that, ah, this does not mean that this is already there, but it's just showing that this is what to come. So when they say baptism is a sin, but it does not mean that baptism is what is your new life. It does not mean that baptism is, um, that you, it means that you are now a believer or yeah, you are saved, but it is just, it is supposed to be a sin, it's supposed to be a mark that someone should look at, then understand to say, okay, wow, this is a believer. In Christ Jesus. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to explain. Do you understand the picture very well? I'll give you a dramatic expression about it. Just follow me. You know that when I was teaching you um, 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 new birth, when I was talking about the word, the spirit, the word and the spirit, I gave an illustration. Who can remember? When I was talking about um, being born in the spirit, I gave a practical illustration. They are forgotten. Where I use um, I use clothes, use water, and use hands. Who can remember what I said then? I said that the clothes is what? Hey, is that it? <laughs> the clothes is representing we, the human being. The soap and the water representing the word, the word of God. That is then then the spirit is the hand that we wash. I explained, I gave an and I was saying that what that is is the is the word of is that the Holy Spirit will be cleanse us using what the word of God. Do you understand? So in this issue of baptism, so I'm going to give us a real life experience to make you understand that these things are not just abstract. I'm talking, I'm talking. How many teachers are in the class? You know, I most when you come early, most of these teachers, when you came in the morning, what did you, I was not in class, I don't come to the last week. Where's your notes? We copy. No one went in the class. Go, 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 go. Now, this one, as I'm teaching, she's not writing notes. She's your young That means she, as at the end of the day, she will not have today's class. She'll be looking forward to copy notes. But if you people have sorted yourself out, part, these are part of the thing, things we'll be discussing because later in the day. So, it's a symbol of your new life as a Christian. That is, at baptism, we bury our old life. When you are buried in the water, is that I'm, some of you have not done baptism. Have you done baptism by immersion? 
I'm teaching you. So when, when it's time for you, know, I don't just say a, a, a counter ceremony. You prayerfully prepare towards it. What is the meaning of what you are doing? That's what I'm saying. Some people think all this is just ceremony, not just church ritual doctrine. It's not like that. It's your spiritual connection to it. So yeah, we bury our whole life. You cannot say you are now in a, a, you have been baptized and you come and are still doing the same thing you are doing before. No, your old life, all those things, all those lying, all those things, all those um, gossiping, you are burying it, and you are now rising to walk in a new life. So anyone that's been baptized, truly, when a person comes out, a person should be a new person. Jesus is an example. When he was baptized, when he came out, what happened? Holy Spirit descended upon him as a dove. So once you are baptized, you are coming out a new person. Baptism is like a wedding ring, yes. It is the actual symbol of what of the commitment you make in your heart. So in your heart, do you understand? You are giving your life to Christ. Is it not true? You have committed yourself to serve God, to obey Him, to trust Him, to depend on Him, and to give yourself away to Him. Then the outward manifestation. Bible says out of the heart, but not as the heart, the mass speaker. So what is that way? What what shows people out there that truly you have committed yourself to Jesus. It is baptism. Let me now tell what I want to tell you before. Now, how many of us are married here? I can see, I saw hands of you are married. Who is the wife? Okay, I know none of us are married. How many of us have seen married couple? I mean legally married couple, not just come and no 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 come and no come and live with me or no cohabitation and then you now begin to have children now call yourself and wife i mean legally married you did all the right they did all the rightful things now one one of the simple one of the things that shows that someone is married is what eh? what the wedding ring whether it is court marriage whether it is a um, church there will always be a ring now i am not my I'm not married though. I'm not my son like me. Ah, me, I'm not married. I'm saying the mark, I'm still available. In case there's any beautiful sister that is eyeing me, just keep eyeing me very well. I'm still available. <laughs> and, uh, yes, I don't know how to spoil my market. I'm not I'm, I'm not am I married? You see it on my I'm not married. So I'm not I'm not married. And I went to market. I bought good ring. Do you understand? Wedding ring or any kind of fine seasoning shall be good or quality, good. And I'll put it on my hand. <laughs> and I'll flash it up and down. Please, does that show I'm married? Does that show I'm married? What is please you're answering me? Give me a reason. Don't just don't just tell me no. No, why? Uh-huh. Why? Fashion. Is fashion. Am I married? That you buy wedding ring, now. Yeah. I am wearing a wedding ring. Even if it's somebody that wants to, you know, want to enter your market. Okay. <laughs> 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 so, so you, so the thing is that if people might think they can be, they can feel like, well, he or she is married, but. Truth is that you're not married before God, before me, you're not married. So, the same thing with baptism. You can be baptized, though. That is outwardly. They will say that, ah, he's a child of God. But if there is no, that inward commitment has not taken place, that is not what. That means that your baptism is just, just, it's just, um, not, it's not carry weight. Do you understand? 
there must be an inward that that inward commitment to Jesus is what is the marriage. Now on the other side, I am married, legally married, confirmed. I've done everything traditional. Where courts your church, eh? and my father, I've given birth to children, and I'm not with my ring. Does that mean I'm not married? No. Who can answer me? Does that mean I'm, I'm married? Is it not true? Yes, but you know, some I look at me. Maybe if I'm, if I have smallest stature and I'm still very, very portable, they will say, ah, I'm okay. They will be eyeing me. Is it not true? But I'm already taking. Is it not true? Now the same thing. If you are giving your life to Christ, you identify with Christ. Do you understand? But you are that you are not baptized. That means there are no outward manifestation. People will not know. Don't because only that we tell them that ah, this is not a church because it's not baptism. Is that, that is the symbol we're talking about? So that ring is a symbol of your marriage. It's not a marriage, it's just the symbol to show that you are married. So if you get the symbol without the real deal, which is a marriage, you have you are deceiving yourself. And if you're also married, and you're not with the symbol, it cannot it might not go well because it means that maybe you don't love yourself. Maybe some people that are married they don't like their spouse. Maybe they some I've seen people that got married and they went that they're like, ah, maybe scale just felt of that. How did I marry this person? I mean, what happened? I heard stories of people that flushed their wedding ring on the night of their wedding. They went to the door that flushed. They said, ah, me. Did they do charm on me? Ah, no, it can't be. It happens. So maybe some people, they're not proud of their husband or their wife. They are like, hey, maybe, maybe the husband, the wife, maybe the wife is not beautiful. She's he's not, as, he's not his spec. He not have everything. So he, she, he cannot be going out with her. So he still wants when he sees fine girls outside, they can still have interaction. You know that the wedding ring will be spoiling his markets. He'll be removed wedding ring and throw away. You understand? But if you love your spouse and you are proud of that person, ah, any small thing, don't you know I'm married? Ah, that's that, that that's I love to hear about women. If you want to, they want to quarrel with you. The first thing they'll tell you, me, me, why you Also, if they have quarrel with another, maybe, maybe they have a, a quarrel with a younger girl, a younger lady, and the lady is just like insulting her. The man, you know, like when a girl is young, like already set now, their mouths look for their trouble, they will give you your history. Blah, 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 blah. So, when this when this woman, when she not see what to say, she just say, I don't blame you. Maybe when I was your age, me, I've already entered out my house. You, what have you? Because if that, that, that marriage is really shocking them. And if the man now has money and the man is responsible and caring, ah, they'll be singing the name of that man. And anywhere you are, they are all coming, all coming, all coming. Do you understand? But but if the husband is not what I'm doing, you will be in the church. They'll say, they'll say we want to have widows meeting. You know what widows meeting? <laughs> you know widows meeting? They will come out. I don't, I, are you alive? No, 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 no. You're widow. And you're also in the ambition. Are you husband? Are you alive? Are you living like this? Eh? They said I'm going to share rice for widows. Sugar and carry rice. Because <laughs> <laughs> to her, we are not existing. So that kind of that, that kind of woman, will you ever see wedding again on, on her hand? Lie, lie. Lie, lie. That one. She'll tell you, yeah, me and mom, uh, that one, that one, that one is, is all husband, it's just a man living in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
That is that is that. That is how it is with what with God too. So if you you know you are married to Jesus, you are giving your life to Him, but you are not proud of Him. You're not proud of him. You, are, you still want, when you are in the world, you still, still flow with them. You still want people to see you as one just see that you are not a Jew man, that you are blended, you are sophisticated. Do you understand? You don't want to be seen as a small girl. So because of that, anything that we show that you are a child of God, maybe your dress, you know, or your words, you keep it aside. Then there's a problem. You show that you don't want God. I don't want my place of work. When I, when I got my journal, I was like, ah, this place, so they are not religious by us, so they're not even I say, not concerned me. I was telling them that very soon, you see they must be speaking tongues in this school. I was telling them, most of these children, they'll be, they'll be evangelizing. They're not concerned because me, I cannot go there, come and hide my identity for what? It's not possible. They must, anywhere I am, I must show myself that, ah, me, I'm a child of God. I'm not just, if I'm a son of God, they must, it must be shown. If it is not my, in my appearance, in fact, I got there. Can you imagine? At some point, I got annoyed. I came. The first day we start work, the reception, I went there. The first thing, which church do you attend? Which Which normal? We have not discussed. Like, not that we are the same something, no. Shall not even greet me. Which church do you attend? I was looking at her. I just say, I'm, I'm it's a Pentecostal church. Hey. I went inside the office. You know the school. Which are you like And then came you know, the all, 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 all the no, all the all the teachers, any of them. It came to a point I was not like you want that you want that on, on a day like this one just came to my just came to my class. Which are you are there? I was not like sir. Why is all of you? You are, is that the right to start conversation? That for me, I believe that this is a, this is a, a, an environment where we have people that are learned. That they want to they want to call icebreakers. I want to start a conversation with somebody. Just just come and meet me and tell me which other. We are not discussing anything before that related. As if we are maybe discussing something. Maybe my contribution. Maybe I was too philosophical or I was too theological about it. And I begin to say, ah, which of you attend? Or this one, nothing, not just meeting first attack. Which of you attend? Do you understand? But maybe, well, you didn't mean, they did not tell me, I was like, maybe they were, they begin to look at myself. But I was normally, I went there with normal shirt and trousers. Normal shirt and trousers, I carry my bag. I would not, I, I not carry Bible in my hand. Everything was in my bag. So why would someone look at me and be like, which was your attempt? Do you understand? So, that one, it, see, you did not tell me, see, not consign me. I went there, I, my, on my table. There was a time I put Bible, I kept my Bible on my table, I kept my everything and my books. But I used to read books a lot. So I was like, the woman was like, ah, you cannot do anything in the class. So I said, wait, so if I have food period, I cannot read my Bible again. Yeah. I was just like, I was just like, I don't want to answer her. I said that to me, I don't have business with you. It's the owner of the school. She'll come and meet me and say, why is this on your table? Ah, when I stand up and I give it to her. <laughs> See, nothing is not, see, not, I, I have to leave my work for me, Abby. She, is that, she live my life? I believe, leave the work for me. No, leave my, my work, leave my house, leave my office. Hey, you don't leave the work. What? So, what am I saying? That some people, that some kind of environment to be enter into, you will be like, you want to come, because you want to conform. You now take away anything. And Jesus Christ said that if you are ashamed of him, he will also be ashamed of you. So, baptism is very, very important. But it does not mean, remember that when we are talking about the unscriptural definition of new birth, 
I said it there that infanthood baptism, that son is baptized so when he was young or anything does not mean that the person has been, are we listening? If you go back to the you see there, that you have been baptized does not mean you are saved. Does not mean you are, you are, you are born again. But it is supposed to actually be a symbol. So before you can, you, sh- you, sh- you should go for baptism, there must be conversion. You hear the word of God, you believe, and then you repent, Abi. When you hear the word of God, you believe. Then you repent. After repentance, all comes up. Confession. Another confession. Baptism. That is usually the, the plan, the way... When you, when you go for, for evangelism, when you go for training on how to do evangelism, they tell you. So when you hear the word of God, you really see people that are sinners. You preach the word of God to them and they receive the years. And if they believe, then they can now repent of their sin. And now confess Jesus that they are not a person of God and they baptism. So baptism, ideally, anyone is going before. That is why some churches don't agree that infants should be baptized. They believe that you should be old enough. By then you should have been giving your life to Christ before you can now come forward for baptism. So let's look at Romans chapter 6, verse 4. I'll take one more symbol, then we stop and go to something else. Next week we'll continue. So, baptism does not save. What saves us is our words, our faith in Christ Jesus. Baptism can also then be defined as a brand new life. So, the first way, the first symbol we, we gave was our words, baptism, Romans chapter, chapter 6, verse 4. So the first symbol we gave was what was that baptism is a symbol of what? A symbol of what? Yeah. That one is this the second one. The first one. Yes. Christ burial and resurrection. Do you understand? So that means that is what that baptism means our identifying with Christ's burial and resurrection. Then the second one symbolizes new life. That means um, baptism is a what? Jesus brand new life. Do you understand? Anyone that is baptized is better to have a brand new life. So if you are baptized and you still have your old life in you, I don't know what to tell you. Your own case is that the person that has not married, he wants to carry what he and put in his hand. So, whether that one is good or bad, are you sabi? Romans 6 verse 4. Therefore, we uh-huh. are buried with him by baptism into death, mm-hmm. that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should talk in newness of life. Newness of what? Life. life. So please, all this question you get to read it very well on your own, please. That's very, very important so you understand. Why I'm taking my time and starting to do this because I the world they are going in, this world is wicked though. It's wicked. In fact, eh, let God just help us. Let it let it not be true. All this Islamization and flamization agenda that God will frustrate See, it's coming to a time whereby the word of God might become so scarce. And there'll be so many errors, so many false teachers. That's what we're talking about heresy. So many people will come out to deceive, and it is youth. When the coronavirus came out, there was this um, allegation that the devil, the, the wicked ones, the new world order, they want to just eliminate our adults, our old men and women. That was at first, coronavirus was killing old, old people, so that we only have young people, so they can easily watch, watch, watch their brain. As young, a young man, a child, doesn't know much, you can easily deceive them. If I come and tell you that 2 plus 2 is 5, you can believe me because no one has taught you that 2 plus 2 is 4 before. It's not true. But when I, all my life, I've been told that 2 plus 2 is 4, and I've worked, and I have this, I know that 2 plus 2 is 4. Come to me and teach me something, I'll tell you it's a lie. 
So, when the devil wants to introduce something, and he knows that our fathers and our mothers will resist, he wants to take them away. That's why sometimes any child that the devil wants to destroy, the first thing that he will do is that he will make you to be a rebellious, he will make you to turn. Those people that are supposed to, that are elders, that are ahead of you, that have seen where you are coming from, where you are possibly going, they are supposed to be like a guide or mentor or advisor who will make you their enemies first. When you see any man that wants to be destroyed, the first thing that you have to check that person's life, the person is enemy with leaders. So if your father, your mother, your auntie, your pastor, anybody that is not just an elder, but is also spiritually inclined and have understanding of the move of God, and you see yourself always a loggerhead with them. Check it. Death is after your destiny. And he has gotten you cheap, in fact, because if once you are beginning to fall, he has gotten you in, as in what they say, Ibobu says, Siki. He has gotten you where he wants. He has, he has hold you like this. So, please, 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 and please, do not be well deceived. These things that we are doing are very important. Take advantage of it. Learn as much as you can. So when you get home, open your Bible, study, know the truth by yourself. So that when anyone is bringing anything to you from any quarter, you can stand and say, no, I know what my God said. This is not correct so i want us to really understand what well, the issue of baptism is something that is very controversial many people have the way they interpret it so i want us to understand it from scriptural standpoint as I'm, I'm mentioning scriptures for us everything i'm telling us says not by my own wisdom but by what what the word of god has provided do you understand so as i said earlier baptism can be defined as a brand new life so if you go home you can read ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and 9 for you to have understanding of what that baptism does not mean that you are saved do you understand what saves a man is your what your belief your faith in the name of jesus christ and it can only come through faith now finally before we have so many but i will stop here for today maybe next we'll continue so i can touch the other thing i have for all this morning baptism confirms our position in christ it confirms our position in christ and it affirms the blessings of god on us as his children do you understand your position in Christ, there is always position. Everybody has at their place. The Bible said that we are all part of the world body. And affirm the blessings of the Father on us as his children. So, baptism um, in, in Christ, the, the, um, in the body of Christ, there is, there is there are many parts of which Christ is the head. So that means in the kingdom of God, there are many positions. Maybe you now, your place is the hand. You are the hand of God. Do you understand? Everything about you, your life is showing there. So if the hand of God is powerful, your life will be telling that story. Power. Maybe my own place, maybe me, I'm the eyes of God. Eyes, sight, vision. We see my life will be defining that. The gifting, my giftings, my potential, my message, everything about will be what because I am in my place is eyes. Maybe yeah, your place is the heart. Do you understand? Every of us has different places in God. Now, sometimes people don't understand that they'll be fighting each other. We should not be fighting ourselves. We are different people, have different destiny. Do you understand? As I'm doing my own now, I'm teaching. It is my this thing. You cannot start dragging it because you you have your own place. You to where you will serve. Do you understand? If I come to your own space, I will not come there and come and start competing with you. Do you understand? Because of what that is where God has placed you. Do you understand it? So each and every one of us, we have different position in Christ. And it's true baptism we get to understand. If you don't know your place in Christ, you'll be fighting people needlessly. You'll be, you'll be involved in competition that you should not be in. So you need to know your place 
And when you know your place, what follows? Blessings. And when you know your place, you'll be there. Is it not true? And you work hard. And once you work hard, what comes up? Reward. And the reward of God is what we call blessings. It can be material, it can be financial, it could be health. Talk about divine health last week. That it is part of the thing, one of the benefits of what new beds. Because God will provide all your needs. I told you last week that God provides all our wants, all our needs, not our wants, our needs. So the blessings of God come upon us as his children. Because in baptism or through baptism, we have a new name. That name is a triune name. The name of God placed upon us. When you are being baptized, but Jesus Christ told the disciples that you should baptize people in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So throughout and you see that most churches, I believe it's I believe so because I believe most churches, other baptism, what we have, they will give, you'll be given a new name. Yes, you see some people, maybe their name from birth was um Oluwatosi. And then they got baptized. You're not the name Deborah, Esther. Do you understand? So some people now maybe make it a third name. So in baptism, you got you get a name. That name is a, a, a name, a, 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 a name of a triune God. So you give they give you a name that symbolizes what the personality of God at your birth. Because when we are, what we're going to discuss later, when I come around, we have it has to do with names. And thank God I'm ending on this note. At your birth, usually the names you are given are being influenced by your what your family background. Is it not true? Your culture. If I'm a Yoruba person, they will give me a name that is from Yoruba, you know, culture. My family as well. Your surname has is always by your, a family name. Is it not true? There may be circumstances around your bed. Some people will say, um, maybe maybe in that family. Now we give birth to children. Children have been dying, 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 dying. They not give birth to one. And if they don't want to die, they will give that person maybe a name like that. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? So that they don't know because they don't want to lose it. So many circumstances affect our name. But when it comes to baptism, baptism, your name is not being influenced by such. The only determinant, the only the only thing that, that is being considered when you are choosing a name for you in baptism is your work, is your place, your position. Do you understand? In Christ. Do you understand? The place of God in your life, your purpose, that is what your name, your in baptism, what reflects it. So your baptismal name should be what? Should be concentrating on what the personality of God. And if you open our Bibles to the book of Matthew 28, verse 19, let's read it. 28, verse 19, you will see there how Jesus Christ, you know, gave instruction concerning baptism, how it should be done when he was speaking to his disciples as he was going. Matthew 28, verse 19. Go ye therefore, mm-hmm. and teach all nations. Teach all nature. Be here, you know, before baptism, teach. Be- teach, uh huh. Baptizing them mm-hmm. in the name of the Father, the name of the Father, uh-huh. and of the Son, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Baptizing them in the name of the what? The Father, the Son, and of the what? Holy Spirit. So you can see that we have in, at, at, at baptism a triune name. The name of a triune God, do you understand, is being put upon us, solidifying our place or our position in Him. And after that, the blessing begins to come upon us. So that we also that scripture also supports what I said earlier. That before baptism, there must be a word, there must be hearing. He said, teach. When that when you teach, you hear. After hearing, you what you believe. After believing, what comes up next? Confession. Confession. Confess the Lord Jesus as the Lord Personal Savior. Then you what? You repent. And after no, after the, before confession, repentance, after repentance, confession, after confession. 
baptism. Then baptism now shows that you are part of the body. Is that clear? So I think we can call that a wrong.